0: Welcome to
1: the Reminisce Show. Hey, every Tuesday, man, carrying the traditions of Sankofa, man, because sometimes, you know, we got to go back and collect what we may have forgotten, man. And, whoo, man, African Heritage Month, Black History Month, man, February 1st, man, we're setting it off right. Man, we're going to get into some legendary Toronto history foundations, man, that set the platform for so many brands that, that, that we all love today so many artists that, you know, are able to do their thing, man. There's some foundations, man. So we're going to go back into time, man, so we can understand where we're coming from to know where we're going, man. But before we get into all that good stuff, man, let's do a quick check-in. Yo, Bender, man, how are you feeling today, brother?
0: I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good, my brother, you know, just, you know, going through a slight little health thing. But, you know, we working on it. I got my OG caribbean you know i gotta have a little ginger ale ready so my, my stomach's good. cool and uh yeah man my head is happy because there's a lot of hip-hop around me right now and it just makes me feel good and i'm just yeah. happy to just talk to you about this and my brother gary like it's yo if this is going to be a special og moment so how are you doing
2: though now you Oh, oh i'm OG doing well logic you go first <laughs> all
1: right yo like i'm i'm doing i'm doing great man um not only is today uh, the first day of African Heritage Month, African Liberation Month, or Black History Month, however you want to frame it, but it's also my my daughter's birthday too. So she turns nine today, man. So it's so a happy birthday to her. You know what I mean? Representing, man. So just a great way to set off, like you know, the 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 month. You know, the birth of my child as well. Um, as you can see, man, like I, I'm representing, man. This is like one of my favorite hoodies that I, that I own um yo like people see me that i i wear sfa all day like you yeah. know what i mean so i'm wearing a different hoodie like you know it's serious if i'm not wearing stolen from africa man like so, <laughs> so you know what i mean so i i'm just excited man just to, to build with gary man is a great great dude and we'll get more into like my my you know the connection and the foundations but yo, know I'm, I'm i'm feeling good man it's exciting i i love my you know my timelines on online of just like lots of wonderful information people are excited to be black and proud and whatnot so i'm, I'm loving that even if it's just for a month for people like us man we represent year-round you know it means black history every day but it is nice to see you know what i mean so
2: so that that's where i'm at now man
1: so yo brother gary man how, how's it going
2: oh i'm doing very well i'm just blessed to see another day in this life mm. uh give the creator all the praises above just uh Give me the breath, the breath, you know, to live another day. So uh, I'm just humbled to be here right now and gra- gracious.
1: That's peace,
3: peace,
1: man, peace. <laughs> yes. Yo, man. Yes. So, yes. man. That being said, man. Yo, 100 miles, <laughs> legendary Toronto brand, man. Um, pioneers, you know, like the foundations. Um, I would even say the brand was ahead of its time. You know Absolutely. what I mean? I, I was That's going cool. online. I'm, I'm going to show y'all some some clips and whatnot, and just the things that you all were able to to do. You know, in the early '90s, I'm thinking like what, like as early as what uh '93? Like,
2: well, we we started '91, '92. So wow, yeah, wow, <laughs> yeah, we started officially '91. You know, um, what what was
0: the first piece of clothing that you? held and that was like you're like all right it's real now was it like a a a jersey a shirt a pants or a a,
2: a t-shirt all right t-shirt yeah that was Uh, our very first piece and uh we could go into all of that i don't want (laughs) to yeah yeah yeah
1: well i mean like i said like you know like uh, i mean maybe maybe we can just start off with the first time like you know seeing 100 miles you know like for me you know obviously like above the rim like i've been like a big tupac fan for, for forever and I just remember just seeing that. And then what happened was it, it was um, um, a brethren in high school. He came, he came to school with, with the hoodie. And I was like, yo, what, what, where'd you get this? You know what I mean? And he's like, yo, it's a Toronto. And I'm like, yo, like I snapped, you know what I'm saying? And like, you know, like he wouldn't even tell me where, where he got it from. Man. He just, he was just like trying to, it was like exclusive. Like, you know, those ones yeah. at school, you don't want to tell me, you want to be like the one guy that, that has it, you know what I mean? So it's one of those things. And. Ever since then I just kind of held that man and you know, just just seeing, you know, the legacy, like the artists that you have been able to connect with from like, you know, like like Redman and you know, even Biggie and Tupac, which we'll get into in a bit later. Um, just seeing like the, the foundations, you know, of of you know, fashion and, and hip hop, you know, like and how that even connects with music. I mean, now it's it's like a regular thing, you know what I mean? But but back then I, I think it was like really innovative, especially coming from Canada. You know, like people weren't even doing that, you know. So, but before we get into those those foundational stories, man, like Bender, what was your first time seeing one hundred miles? And
0: I mean, that's I mean, um, it's always a weird question for me because I don't honestly remember too many of my first times of anything. Even though, like, I don't remember the exact <laughs> very first time. I remember. I remember around the first time when I heard that 100 Miles existed because I was living in Ottawa at the time. Oh, wow. And I, I did high school in Ottawa, even though I was born in Toronto. So it was like 91, 92 two. We're up there. And my my boys was talking about like, like, yo, we got our own clothing brand because I remember in 93, 19, um, Naughty by Nature were doing naughty, uh, naughty Wear. And then my boy was like, yo, man, you don't even like, yo, there's a Toronto... They, yo, they, these guys put out a hundred miles, so I'm pretty sure I came down from Ottawa, and one of my my boy, either Tim or Terrell, actually had a. It was I'm pretty sure it was a shirt. I don't remember a hundred percent, but I know I came down and I was like, oh yo, like this is Toronto made, and they're like, yeah yeah, this is from here, and so yeah, that that was kind of I don't uh, that that's probably close to it. But I want to I want to hear your stories, Gary, about about you actually physically making it and, and actually handing it to other artists. Like I mean, logic, do you have questions? that you, I mean
1: oh, I we'll get into that man. <laughs> I, I like think it's <laughs> more about like just going right right to the beginning, man. I mean like like the the idea of having like a, a fashion brand, you know what I mean? Especially coming from from Toronto, Canada, you know, early nineties. You know, I'm curious to know like what was happening around that time that like really inspired you know that, that type of energy.
2: Well uh, I remember I was in uh, university and uh, the prophet said um, the, prophet, the the professor at the time had said you know young people go out and you know seek your dreams and you know go and you know do what inspires you and you know at the time I, I was seeing Benetton and um, another company that still exists right because uh, I don't want to downplay them mm-hmm. um, they were doing ads. Uh, that were kind of derogatory to the the Black community. And, you know, not, when I was looking around, because I was, like, in retail, I was like, you know what? I don't see any Black-represented clothing. Like, we're, we're buying everybody's clothing, but there's no, nothing representing us mm-hmm. as a culture. And so I felt, like, in my heart, like, there was some kind of void or there, there there's something missing here, right? Because I, I'm saying to myself, why am I buying all these brands? And they don't really correlate with my, my, my history or my struggle, right. Or like even representing me on a whole. And so that's kind of what drove me into getting into fashion and getting into trying to create this brand that now everybody has seen. And, you know, that was kind of my, my, my motivation was to create something for my people that Mm -hmm. I I'd hope they'd wear. And, you know, be inspired by. And then, you know, in doing so, I said to myself, you know, if I just only limit it to like my own, right, then I'm not going to have like all the rest of everybody else's business or other cultures learning about us. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we, we always remain synonymous to being 100 miles, because I felt it represented us as a people, the fact that we've come 100 miles, but we still got 100 miles to go right? Mm -hmm. To, 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 you know, to be unified and to be empowered in every single way. So here I am now. (laughs) That is is beautiful to
3: hear.
1: (laughs) It's a marathon, yo, it's a marathon. marathon.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: So, I mean, I, for, for some people who might not have, I mean, it's just good to talk about history. Like,
3: like
0: I I do believe that it might've been in a clip that we studied, but like could you officially speak where, like, the idea for hundred miles came from?
2: Yeah, well, I was on. Uh, there was a big TTC strike, and I was on the Don Valley. I boarded my sister's car, believe it or not. Like, it was in this little small car. There was like millions of cars on on the Don Valley, and I was stuck in front of a hundred-kilometer sign. And I'm looking at the sign, right? Hundred clicks, hundred clicks, a hundred. Like, 100 miles! (laughs) And then, it's like, that's when, like, the Newton, you know, the apple fell on the head, and then this whole concept came, right? Whereas, like, when we first started, we only made 100 of everything, and we hand-numbered it from 1 to 100, right? So, we had this whole concept of creating a limited style, because we felt that we didn't want to want... I didn't want to play out fashion or play out our fashion that we were trying to create, so we created that whole... 100 concept and then the name 100 miles it symbolizes the human race the fact that we've come 100 miles in everyday life whether it's war oppression discrimination well like now it's covid right like now we're in the time of covid where we got to go 100 miles to surpass this and you know get the right uh knowledge and um health factors to in order for us to sustain human life right so we've come 100 miles but we still Got 100 miles to go, and that's kind of mm. how it came.
3: Perfect, yo.
1: That's-, that's beautiful, man. Yo, like I, I want to play this like throwback clip, man. Like, like it- I-, I love this clip because it reminds me of like the old Toronto. You know what, <laughs> what I mean? Like, like that the talk shows and just like when I was when I was checking out that like, the audience members, I'm just like, yo, man, there's no black faces in here, but <laughs> yo, we're here, we here. You know what I mean? Like yeah. now Toronto's like super diverse and and you know like the culture is out there, but. Once upon a time, it wasn't like that. And I want to play this clip in there just, like, for you to kind of, like, reminisce of, like, what was happening for you, like, at that time, you know, like, being on, on on a talk show, you know, it's still kind of crazy to me. Even even the person who's, like, interviewing y'all, you know what I mean? You can tell they're not really into the culture. It's just kind of like, all right, we'll just handle this and just wait how they're <laughs> working. But, you know, um, I just want to play this, this throwback, man, from, like, 90, 93, you know.
3: Okay, so
2: Good That's good. Purple hat then and now. <laughs> yeah. Customers <laughs> you know, ask, yeah. you get a lot of people wearing black jeans. You go, hey, maybe it's time yeah. we did some of those. Yeah. Think, like, here's the famous what we call the red man vest. There's a celebrity the red called. Man. Red man. Yeah, yeah, this is red man vest that we call it. If you. Google it uh, or on YouTube you'll see Redman performing on Soul Train right? For Don and Don Cornelius, the late great Don Cornelius, wearing uh, our our merchandise and uh, performing on Soul Train. That's why we call it Redman. That. And that's our official logo. The, the logo right that right great That's the official 100 Miles logo, <laughs> <and> not <laughs> official logo, right? So everybody thinks that the uh, Tupac slash Drake hoodies are our official signature but that is and there's your uh yeah baseball yeah. jersey and that that was a very very special piece for us because it's it's something that we don't really see a lot of now and that's something called chain stitch okay. and and uh it was very very unique um in terms of like if you see the stitching that we were we were um working with in terms of just trying to be very, very different. And like, you can see it still stands out today. That's like yeah. the piece that uh, Mindbender's wearing is like 30 years old. Wow. And, and, and it still holds up. So, uh, you know, shout out our our, our late uh, manufacturers and suppliers. And uh, that, this is another cool piece, was that we were at the same time in school and we wanted to make like a, a vest that we could put our books in. So we didn't have to have a backpack. So if you oh, look on the, <laughs> the, That's so wild. the um, vest, there's a, a a backpack we built into the into the vest, right? So we back then, I would say that uh, we we're very very uh, exp- exp- um, experimenting with fashion and and pushing the limits, not knowing exactly what we were doing <laughs> you're right we, we were just uh like as you can see uh on his jacket you could see the number on his sleeve right so when a lot of people don't see in the background if you look at above the room closely you'll see this jacket in there right? Mm-hmm. so that, that, that that's some of the the cool stuff like and inside this jacket it's a map of the whole world right so a lot Shit. of our, our older pieces like we were we were worried about detail back then a lot so Everything was heavy embroidery, still is, heavy embroidery, um, a lot of appliques, um, and just trying to make high fashion, right, or high, high-end merchandise, so that's like a full leather, that's number seven out of uh, 100 jackets that we'd make, and then, um, you know, just some really cool, iconic pieces, the rugby jacket, uh, this this uh, jersey that Mo's wearing is the same denim, like, so we were making denim baseball jerseys like nobody was doing that at that time right because people were making baseball jerseys but we said all right how are we going to be different right and so we'd always try to put our twist on things or put our twist on fashion that it made us made it ours right and then kind of some of the downsides to doing all that it was that uh, a lot of people are watching us and Mm -hmm. you know in Making fashion, we learned at a young age that when you're doing something, I guess, very creative or um, different, there's some that will, will just straight copy you, whether they're a bigger brand than you or a brand that's trying to compete with you, right? So we had a lot of, you know, predicaments with, you know, seeing bigger brands, even our manufacturers, you know, copying our our, our designs or our original you know, ways of making clothing, right? Which was mm-hmm. ours. So we kind of felt a little bit of, a, you know, at a young age, uh, a resentment towards fashion too, because we, we felt that, you know, why can't everybody just be original and, 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 mm-hmm. and not, not copy us or, you know, mm-hmm. don't, don't like infringe on what, what, like another one has, you know what I mean? Right. Just be original in, in who you are. Right, and so we, we saw that there was a lot of um, clothing lines that were coming up, and they were just trying to be um, synonymous to us or copying us. And you know, we, we kind of felt that, you know, let let's let's just keep doing what we're doing. But it it, it was kind of a, a deterrent, let's say. At the
1: yeah, no, that that's like super interesting because. You know, like just in the beginning of the of the interview, just even the way how like the, the host is like introducing you, you can tell like this is like new, fresh. They almost don't even know what to really do with it. It's like, yeah. like she's like asking about like, okay, this guy's wearing a belt buckle. Did he just leave it like that? Is he gonna like? <laughs> I, like you can tell like it's just you know they don't even know what to, what to do with it. But then you know people will obviously duplicate things at work. You know, right. So we start right. seeing that, oh, hold on, wait a minute, this is catching on, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I, and I love the fact that even the models were that diverse, you know what I mean? It's not yeah. just, it's just black, you got white all there, and and just really showing that, like, yes, this is a hip-hop brand, but it really is for, for everybody. Everybody's and brand. and I'm just curious, you know, like, at that particular moment, like, like, how was it, like, received in the community, you know, like, generally?
2: Like- oh, wow. um April 30th uh 92 was our our store opening our first store on Young Street and we opened up with uh City TV's cb 2 for the whole 9 yards in, in yeah there you go in in our face <laughs> and you know we opened up with uh the Fushnikins um, organized confusion and the UMCs they were our guests that were doing autograph signing and wow. at the, at that time we kinda of landed on um artists and brands collabing in order for one, the consumer to meet the artists and two to introduce our brand. And so it was like busy from the very first day that we ever opened our store and it was like it blew up. Right. We we had one of those right and kind of overwhelming for like when you're like 19 20 years old like that 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 I was at the time and it it, it was uh, a lot of growing and a lot of like maturing with the brand and maturing with the the new uh, headspace let's say that 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 we put ourselves in so it, it was like being let's say the age I am now, but like when I when I was a teenager or or, or coming into my my um adulthood, my early adulthood. So, mm. so yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah like, like it seemed like things were like moving like really fast, you know, just like oh, yeah. the, the people oh, that, yeah. that you're connected with and whatnot. Um I got yeah. some more questions, but I'll pass over to Bender real quick. If you yeah. got some
0: Yeah, like you made me think of like when you make something real dope in the culture you know, there's always going to be style biters and, like, no matter, yeah. like, in, in every in every level of the culture, it was that, and we saw that, like, we, you know, like, dope MCs, DJs, producers, yeah. clothing mm-hmm. lines, so, like, I thought, I mean, there's, I was wondering, like, not only how do you deal with, like, biters of your style, like, do you run up on, like, fashion designers the way, like, MCs would run up, and mm-hmm. I was also wondering, like, the way that music and drugs and certain things, it's just, like, you can produce anything, but you don't grow until you have a distribution method. So I was wondering, like, how difficult in the beginning was it to, like, get your stuff out? Like, you know, you're making it from Toronto and it's like, was it hard to convince distributors to put your stuff on the racks when you got a...
2: No, I... um, Back then, I I think with the artists is, you know that we were intertwined with we were we were we were down with uptown records yep. which, like uh synonymous to bad boy so we had like heavy d we had um mary j christopher williams if you look through the whole christopher williams uh music video it's all hundred miles he's wearing in, the, in in the video if uh, if you Get a chance to look at MTV Unplugged with uh, Uptown, right? uh, Featuring Father MC Jodeci, all the backup uh, (laughs) artists are wearing hundred miles, right? And so a lot of our um, popularity or um, people knowing about us was was the artists, like the 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 iconic. Yeah, there's (laughs) there's another example. Um, Most Deaf now, AKA Aslan Bay. You know, he's rapping about us here, right? A- and wearing hundred miles. So it was, it was a lot of that type of. Um, and with him, you know, he he gave the our clothing to Russell Russell Simmons at the time, which was um, now Fat Farm and Def Jam, like huge mm-hmm. Russell Simmons. I yeah. he, he had a jersey just like Most uh, Bill Cosby. Um, had it, and then we got into Triple Five Soul, which was um, in the, the village in Manhattan. Okay. At the time, at the time, that was our very first distribution that we ever did was uh, in New York, and that was Carmela. All right, shout out Carmela um, from Triple uh, Five Soul, and um, she took in our brand, and 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 we did very well till to, to the point where we got to Doctor J's. All right. Dr. J's is a, is a very, very um, big uh, outfit in New York, and we were in uh, a few of their stores in terms of our distribution. And so through the Source magazine and Word Up magazine and uh, all the different magazines that were featuring us, whether like in their comic editorials where they had their cartoon characters wearing our clothing or you you just see Dos Effects or um, Redman wearing our, our stuff on a page in the Source magazine. That's how a lot of people heard about Hundred Miles or, mm-hmm. or saw right and didn't know where we were from right because they didn't even know Toronto existed. So everybody thought we were were an American band. No. <laughs> right? So no. we uh, we had a lot of. Um, no, we're not American. No, we're not American um, in the beginning of our career to like overcoming. We were always frustrated, I remember, about that. Like uh, everybody thinking that we were from America and that we were an American brand. And, you know, we, we then started putting Canada and Toronto on our, our merch because we really wanted to pe- let people know that we were, we were from Toronto, Canada. We weren't American and things don't come from Canada. Right? right, it's not just um, everything in America or the UK. There's there's a place called Canada, and 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 there's black people here too. And right, right. you know, we don't live in igloos, and you know, and we we, we can do these very same things, right? And now look, you know, thirty years later, the number one artist in the world, you know, iconic now, is from Toronto. So indeed.
3: Exactly, yeah, you know, like, that,
2: like
1: it's like full circle, and just yeah. like you being able to be there to witness all of this, you know yes, what I mean? Yes, um, yes. Just, as you're talking, it kind of reminds me of like, like, like Ghostface Killer, you know, like when he first came out, he had like the mask on, like, he didn't really know like who he was or what he was about, <laughs> you just know it was dope, and then yeah. it was like were revealed. So, like, it, it kind of seems like it, you know, it seems like it wasn't intentional for you guys, but I think that might have been like the best, like, yeah, it's like Trojan horse kind of. Mm-hmm. Kind of wasn't
2: intentional. I, I feel like even now with artists is making merchandise to um, everybody doing what we call product placement on artists, yeah. Yeah. that's all because of our, ourselves and uh, another Good. brand from Toronto that we kind of were just in our own little worlds of competition, mm. not realizing like the bigger powers to be or watching what we were doing. And and, and like, or what we call the corporates of the world, right? We're taking our our injection into into the, the fashion game and, and making their spin on it because they now they have the big capital to to right. endorse artists or in, endorse the, the music and and you know created their own little let's say uh, brands and, and and so forth or ways of doing things in terms of putting artists in their clothing. Like, so I pretty much want to attribute that to a lot of the early nineties, black um, streetwear brands for, you know, doing that. And, you know, us being so competitive back then, Mm -hmm. right. Especially uh, the Toronto and Toronto brands, right. We were heavily, heavily um, competitive, but, at the same time, I feel like we were just doing what we we naturally knew how to do, and that's just make clothes and try to survive in, in a very competitive market.
1: Mm-hmm. Indeed, man, because, like, you know, when I look back, you know, of just, like, some of the artists that come up, like, you know, like, 100 Miles, two black guys, like, when you when you see these these brands, it's like, it, yeah. it still trips me out that this is Toronto, and you guys, like you said, like, you know, like, just had a certain way of delivering stuff, but it just happened to get it in the right places, in, in the yes. uh, in the right you know in the right hands you know and um to me like when i look at that i'm like it's almost like like how like how how did y'all know that this was like the way to do it like was there like no other option it was like just like well let's just connect with artists and then you know people will see the artists wearing it like no it was it was just
2: the love of the music tell you the honest to god truth okay i love i love all genres of music but my like to my heart is all black music Mm. and so you know, in being in love with hip hop. Right. Um, I was more times like that fan that was like, oh my God, like I, it's Karis one, (laughs) like, I can't believe I'm, you know, and, and they're looking at me like the same thing. Like, oh my God, I'm with this designer guy. And and I'm like, I can't believe I'm like around you.
1: Right. Right. It
2: was just a mutual love of, of just enjoying the culture. And building the culture at that 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 point, right? And um, like I said, it was just the love of the music. So I would I wouldn't say that it it was anything else besides that, right? Mm, it was just mm. you know and that's what inspired us to keep going, was like you know the music. It was always the music, and still is the music.
1: Absolutely, right? man. Y'all, I want to play this this clip real quick, man, and I want to get into like this story, man, how this epic you know, moments. This is like a Canadian heritage moment to me. You know what I'm saying? So let's like, do this, yo. What's up? What is this shit? You know what i He's right there on
3: my original roster. He's fucking beautiful. He is now. Oh, wow. That
2: was fuck. That was fucking bullshit, man. That was fucking bullshit, man. That's 2,000. That's famous. Famous hoodie. How did feel when you first saw that? I was overwhelmed. I I like my heart skipped a beat, like because we were like I said, we at that time we were just in music videos, and so we didn't know anything about like movies. Like we we I'm not even sure we did New York Undercover yet. Like we 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 yes. was in. New York Undercover, and um, we're also in Kiss of Death, right? That that movie, our clothes appears in that that movie. But this was our very first time actually seeing our stuff on a big screen and just saying, wow, I didn't know that, you know, from Toronto we could even get to, to this, you know, plateau. And so at that point, we felt that, all right, there's no more competition with the, those guys over there. It's more about okay, what's our next move,
3: mm. right?
2: Like what what are we what what what's next after this? Like you know how we how are we going to sustain this and um, you know make it bigger? But at that that time, like I said, I was very young. Um, we didn't have social media. There was no social right. media. Everything was just kind of like flyers, stickers, mm. right? And our store. And you know, I uh, I was still trying to understand, like, wow, the, the the how in which like this whole thing is gonna play out. And I remember, I I believe right after I met Biggie, and mm-hmm. uh, and when I met Biggie, you know, Pocket just wore my stuff, and I felt. Oh my God, Biggie's gonna want to kill me. Like he's this guy's gonna want to beat me up because you know I, his rival at this big moment is wearing my brand. And um, Biggie was like, "Gee, I'm a, I'm your biggest fan." And at that point, I was like, "What fan? What are you talking about fan? Like, nobody's ever talked to me about being a fan. Like, like no, no." I'd, for real for real I, i'm a fan of your brand and i was like i was like i was like you're not going to kill me you he, like no man it's just love he goes only celebrities wear your stuff he's like you don't know what's going on and i'm like like wow. I, was very, I was very not clued in because we had and we still have this um concept of not really getting too gassed up on the celebrities and the. Uh, uh, stars and th- our history. We just always want to think about tomorrow. What are we going to do next, or what, what's what's next on our, our our plate of things? And so, at the time, he just kind of opened up my eyes. That's when I really started to uh, really, you know, take my brand seriously. Mm. Right? Is after I met Biggie, right? So you he- know, like
1: yeah, like like two two things. I, I, I want to go back, back to the pop store, but before Biggie, like I saw like in the, in, a, in a previous interview where like, you know, I think like Biggie, you know, he just came to your store. Like you said, he, yeah. he was a fan, like the, the record execs weren't really feeling that. They're just like, yo, yeah. and, and he just didn't really care yeah. and, and was ready to like, like par with you. Like, like where, yeah. did he, at that time, like, did, did you get like his his phone number and like, did yes, you call
2: yes, him? Yes, and, like, yeah. <laughs> I called Biggie like, he goes, G take my number, call me anytime. So like, same with Lauren Hill. right so i used to call lauren all the time
1: okay one story at a time we're gonna get to all of (laughs) Uh,
2: details on both of those so yes yeah Yeah, so he he lived on prospects i remember that because back then we had these big note notepads like almost like a little computer and i had his information and his his number and he's like you'd have like i think it was ready to die when i was calling and left my, my name on his thing. Like, he'd hear the music, like, ready to die. Like, and I'm Word. like, yo, Big, is G. to wow. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So wow. it, was, it was what I call the real time in hip-hop, like, where people were just doing real things. It was really about the music. It was really about the culture. It was really about um, our energies, you know what I mean? And um, just respecting just a lot of respect for each other's artistry and that that's what really um drove me right was 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 getting those intimate moments and i, I have a, a lot of stories with you know huge legendary artists that i've had some really really uh cool intimate moments with for you know the rest of my life to uh, you know that i can share mm-hmm.
1: so kind of dope well yo like you're you're blessed with that and, and like what you said about like a real time in hip hop where, and this is something that I, I really vibe off of where it's just like energy. You know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. a real recognized real type vibe. doesn't yes. matter if you're a celebrity, a regular yeah. man on the block. Like if, if we vibe, we vibe and, and yeah. just hearing that Biggie story is like that, that's, that's how I, I envision him. And, and it's cool yeah. that that's like the vibe, you know what I mean? It was just like, yo, like if yo, some real shit, man, like that's simple and plain, yeah. you know?
2: Yeah. yeah that's, now. that's, the, the whole thing with the record execs at the time, they didn't want him coming to our store and he even told me like, yo, gee, they didn't want to take me to your store. And that was because the competition, they wanted him.
1: Okay. You know, okay, okay. And that,
2: that's how much we knew we were a threat mm-hmm. to everybody else is because, you know, they they have people at the the corporate level working for them and we're just on the street level and we have, that, we have that love on the street right whereas these artists are coming to find us now as they come to toronto you know what i mean so that that was like again a humbling moment Mm. right and Mm. i look back now you know during this history month that you know i'm very gracious for that type of um love shown to shown to the brand you know what i'm saying that you know regardless of what like the record executives would say they're going to go do what they wanted to do and 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 build with us, right? Yo, that
1: that speaks volumes, and and that's like the the space that I rather be in. You know what I mean? Exactly. And like you know, like it's, it's it's for it's for a certain kind of person. You feel me? Like you know, yes. there's that corporate world, which you know, it's it's cool, but I I'd rather be comfortable, like you know, on the ground, like, you know, with with the people. Right, and know?
3: that's what and so. we felt. And I love what, that. Yeah. I love that.
1: So now I want to co- kind of go back to like above the rim, yo, because know, like in this previous interview. <laughs> Um, it, it almost seemed like, like, like you didn't even want to do it, yo. Like, you know, what yeah. I mean, like, was, like you, didn't really, you didn't really see the bigger picture, like, movies. Yeah. Like, did You even know that Pac was in it, like, first of all, or was it just yeah, well,
2: how it went? Right? I'll, I'll, I'll try to tell the story real quick. So oh, I have, man, we got time. I have friends that now they're huge Hollywood directors now, and um, at the time they were just my friends. Right, they're actually the guys that shot the very first uh ghetto concept music video, wow. easy okay. on the right. So, Jesse Terrell and Yuli Terrell, shout outs. Okay. Right. they come to my store, uh, the store on Young Street, and at the time they're coming from New York, and the driver at the time, like, so it was a crew of them. He got pulled over, and he had uh, warrants, like for, for driving. And so, if you have warrants in uh, New York or America for driving, they arrest you. Well, so the money that they had to come shopping at, at my store, they took the money and bailed him out. Uh, they're oh, no. they're out of jail so that they could still come to Toronto. So wow. they came to Toronto, and then they came to my store, and they're like, "Yogi, we have no money. <laughs> we want you to hook us up." I was like, are you crazy? Are you mad? Are you, mad? Are you want my stuff for free? I, like, I was like, there's no way in hell you're going to get nothing for free. So they begged me with, with K-Force. Sean K-Force, was, which was part of Main Source, And so Force is like, come on, G, please, yo. These guys came all the way from New York just to come and see you and build with you. And, you know, they got no money. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to close my eyes. Take one of every, like whatever you want, just take it and go. Don't ever like bother me again. So they they're like yo, gee, they showed me love, whatever. When they got back to New York, now I remember them calling me and saying, "Yo, we need you to send us some more gear." And I was like, "Are you are you out of your mind?"
3: Send so,
2: so I remember I'm talking to Perry Smith from EPMD on the next line. We're talking about Redman and Dos Effects, and this is before they they even blew up. Like, they're like, yo, gee, you could bring Redman, like, do a concert with Redman for us. So, like, and I'm like, who the hell's Redman? Like, I want you guys, <laughs> right? And um, at the time, like, they kept calling me because it was two, like, I had uh, double, like, you could click the phone and then you're like right. on the line. It's like, yo, gee. And I'm like, I'd hang up. I'm like, <laughs> yo, you're not listening. I'm like, I'm like, yo, I'm talking to EPMD right now on the phone. I, I don't got no time to send you guys no more free stuff. And so maybe I remember about a week or two went by. And then this lady, I remember it was a, like an afternoon. I'm in my store and like that back then we're playing loud hip hop. So you like we got to literally turn on the music to hear the phone ring. And the lady goes, is this Gary? Like, you know, they have this American act. And I'm like, "Yes, yeah, who's this? Because I'm the producer of like at the time above the rim. And I'm like, what? She's like. The boys have told me that you don't want to send no clothes or nothing. Uh, what's the, what's the issue? Is it money? Is it? And I was like, yeah, it's money. Yeah, yes, that's money. <laughs> that's money. She's like, she goes, look, this is an opportunity of a lifetime and um, McDonald's and all these guys are paying big money to be in this movie and we want you in it for free. And I'm like, Yeah, whatever. This must be a scam still. So they send me a UPS um, number where I could send whatever I want, like just ship it to them on this account. So I remember I said to to my people, yeah, get me everything I don't like. So I didn't like that hoodie. (laughs) What? Yo! (laughs) Yes! I'm I'm being truthful. I love and it. Like the hoodie. <laughs> so I was like, yo, send them all that shit, right? <laughs> I want that. So you can send that to them, right? So that one they think they're gonna getting getting some free shit on me, they get all the garbage that I don't care Throwaways, throwaways, throwaways. So all I remember I remember um the, the lady calling me saying thank you and this and that. And um I had to fill out uh the first time credits. Like movie credits, and I was like, What the hell? This must be real. Then mm. I'm like, Then they sent me the script, like, I, I I still have the script to this day. Wow, yes, like you know. I, I, just, I, I just have to look and I can find the actual above the rim script, right? Like, by wow. scene by scene, and it, and it tells you wow. all about the whole uh play. And I, you see McDonald's at the end of it, then you see my name, and I'm like, Wow, I like, I'm like, Wow, we, we, this, this must be something something big and um when we did that i remember most like most deaf and you know my man that worked for flavor unit which was queen latif at the time they, they were they were calling me like yo tupac has on your gear yo and i was like for real and uh, and like i never like back then it wasn't like social media of today where like the Instagram yeah. Live and, and, and stuff like that. So I'm like, yeah, what, whatever, right? And then um, I remember Pac got into a little bit of uh, situations. And so it took another couple of years for the movie to actually come out. So I was like, man, I just sent all this free stuff and this movie ain't even coming out. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So I remember when we finally got like the green light that it was out. And, you know, we had sponsored the, the, the opening of the movie. I had gone into the cinema, which was just up the block from uh, my store at the time. So it was like I watched the premiere of the the movie, like a, like a block, let's say, away from my store. And I, I just remember being like, "Holy shh!" <laughs> you know what I mean? Like saying, "Holy crap!" And then, you know, my friends were telling me um, afterwards, like, Pac just wanted to know if I was black," and and once he heard that it was it was from a black uh, designer. He put it on and wouldn't take it off, right? And God, God rest his soul and true story to to, to the life. And, you know, um, the rest is history now. Yo, that's that's Thank such you. a beautiful Thank story, yeah. man. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs>
1: because one thing I've noticed, like I, I watch a lot of documentaries and whatnot, and, and I've noticed um, a lot of epic moments in time, almost like, didn't happen like you know what i mean like they're always like something that just almost didn't happen you know like and something fell apart or you know almost by accident you know so like when when you tell me this story it's 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 really incredible yo and you know i'm so glad that that you just at least you know took that chance and was like all right like whatever just just take it and just get out of here yeah and it it turned out to be i think like a major like an epic defining moment of of the brand you know like people still talk about to this day
2: Yes. You know? Yes. Yes. It's one of our. Um, how should I say it now? There's so much uh, since you know going on social media. So much yeah. people that we've met now on social media or worldwide. Like our, I, his, his fan base is so tremendous. Yeah. Cool. Like uh, it's incredible. Like every single day, you know, 30 years later, you know, see people in Australia see people in Germany, Netherlands, you you know, Ireland, Italy, um, France, England, like,
3: Mm. all
2: over America, like, that hoodie's gone. You know, (laughs) because of Tupac. You know, and, you know, like, whoever thought, like, as Biggie say, hip-hop would take it this far. You know what Mm. I'm saying? Mm. Right? And that's always, like, um, a quote that like I always reference to and, 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 you know, true to, to its day that, you know, we did take it that far, you know, and and we're going to keep taking it that, that, that further, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, we're, we're very much living, Hawk is very much living through our brand as, and Biggie as, as, you know, know,
0: know, forever.
2: Yeah, yeah. Those,
1: those stories are like just like super, super golden, and and like you yeah. said, like when Pac said when he found it was a black designer, he just he didn't take it off, man. Like yeah. he, he wanted that, you know. I mean, like he like Pac understood the assignment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like,
2: yeah. And you know, as much as you know, these artists of today are um you know showing so much love and support to these big, you know, European fashion houses. Speak on it, yo. Speak on it it. It, it. it was quite opposite back then. It was where it was about Black designers. It was about uplifting our own culture of people so that we could be empowered. So, you know, shout out to Black guys. Shout out Walker Wear. Shout out Maurice Malone. Shout out Fat Farm. Shout out Sean John. Shout out Carl Kanai. Mm. Shout out Cross Colors. Because, mm. you know, because,
3: yeah. you know
2: we're, we're the trailblazers. We're, we're the ones that, you know, had to put the match under the, 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 our our feet and, you know, get hot, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 you know, take some L's, uh, you know, in, in the process, take the criticisms, take the, you know, the copycats, the bootleggers, you know what I'm saying? But we're the ones that, you know, put the culture and put the, you know, this, this, this turning, uh, wheel that you see that's spinning now that you know there's all types of uh, black inspired artists now in terms of fashion or music and you know yeah. and on and on and on.
0: Yo, that's I'm so like what you just said. I'm gonna jump off there because you took the question out of my head. Like I was, I was gonna talk about like, <clears throat> I, I like you. You do some like there's some things when you know they say if you want to become a multimillionaire, choose one thing and you do it very well. And not not become a jack of all trades. And sometimes I wonder with some of these business people, because I'm like, I, I love seeing the hip hop culture expand and stuff. But I was like, I wonder how fashion people felt when like Puff Daddy made Sean John, and and and, the, and I'm like, do I'm like, yo, like Puffy is like wearing 15 hats, like producer. <laughs> and I'm like, is he doing too much? And I'm like, I've thought about like. You know, they're, they're obviously you know us in the culture. We're like, yo, it's a black owned thing. So there's part of us that would respect it. And like, I I got Sean John stuff uh, along with all this stuff. I, I do love that. But from a fashion designer, I was just wondering, like, when you link up with these guys, is it more like like a camaraderie, like, hey, we're we're all like fashion brothers together against like like a uh, uh, like a like 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 Tommy Hilfiger in the Bay and whatever, or is it like is it like friendly competition or or is there sometimes beef sometimes in like yeah
2: there's sometimes beefs? Yeah, yeah, yeah like- and, 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 and sometimes it's all love. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, like it, it it just all depends on the relationships, it all depends on your ego. And right. you know, back then I'm not I'm not gonna lie, I was young. I remember when I had the idea, I was I was I had a huge ego. My head was like this big, right? Mm-hmm. Because there was there there wasn't like how it is now where everybody's trying to, you know, establish themselves. We, we were just very one of very few. And so for us, we, we, we had that, um, Kanye West kind of attitude before Kanye, right? (laughs) Right? Right? like we seriously, like we, we, we thought we were, we, we were the the issue. And we know how like certain brands like Sean, John got their, their plays was because of us, right. Because. When you look at the christopher williams video uh christopher williams video when you look at the above the rims you see you know black fashion and and we were doing it back then and so they were all seeing that and that that's what inspired them right mm-hmm. what, what was was us and so how can you be mad at your your own brother you know what i'm saying like you you, you can't be the only time i get really upset is when you when you straight bite right or you straight bootleg me Talk but like if, yeah. if if you're getting inspiration off of what I've created and you're you're showing me that then I know that I've been blessed to to have done something right right and that I can keep that going on in my culture and keep hopefully inspiring more to do the same right and and so to me we've always said you know we don't look at uh, black brands. We always look at the other brands because we we those are the ones that everybody's giving the attention and love to. Uh-huh. So anytime we, we get a little bit of spotlight, whether it be ourselves or any other one, it's power to us, right? And that's that's just just motivation for us as a brand to keep going and to keep uh, being in, in, inspiring, right? Mm-hmm. Because we know that we we were the the how should I say it, the foundation. We we set the foundation. Indeed. So like, I'm curious to know, like, in your your opinion, um,
1: like, when do you feel that, like, that there was, like, the, a shift, you know what I mean, from, like, this, like, you know, kind of like this, like, pro-black, like, clothing era fashion where people are like, yo, this this is us, like, you no, know, it's representing, you know, our community, our people. And then uh, when things started going more,
2: you know, it's like, yeah. Um, I want to say it, it's never left us. You know what i mean it's it's, it, 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 it's just a matter of us recognizing you know mm. what i mean like what we have
3: mm.
2: as, as people right so i believe everything always goes like in in, in, in a circle so I, I feel that what's happened is that a lot of these let's say not part of the culture bi- businesses have come in on the culture like because you could see like for instance i i see commercials where rappers are, I know they're getting a a check and Mm. that product that they're endorsing or, or promoting has nothing to do with, with with hip hop or the culture, but they're using that rapper as a marketing tool. Right. right? And so that's where sometimes like, it's like, we've, we wanted to become so successful that are we selling out our culture just to to get a paycheck? Mm. Right. Because now, like, you know, you see, like I said, the, the, the furthest, the furthest thing from hip hop or from, from black music being emulated into the culture. Like, like it's, it's cool because they have this artist promoting it, you know what I mean? And and that's kind of some of the issues that, you know, I, I always look at it like, you know, I, I get you, you want to make money, but how real are you being to the, to the culture and to mm. what, you, where you first came out or what you, you first represented, you know, as opposed mm. to what you're, what you what you're promoting now. And I, I see that a lot, you know, know.
1: integrity. Yo. Yeah. No, for sure.
2: Yeah,
3: absolutely. Yeah.
2: Man. So real. So real. Yo, yo, um,
0: I got something else here. If that's cool. You- <laughs> okay. Um, and I, yeah, I have an interesting question. Cause like, Have I have this issue of Boom Magazine?
2: Yeah, (laughs) we get all this old.
3: (laughs) No,
0: we're we, you know, we're like, yo, this is gold, this is gold, but like,
2: (laughs) pardon me, it it, that was D Fluke, I believe. Uh, the the gentleman that made that magazine, yeah, yeah, yeah. so way back, yeah, so this is way
0: back, but like on the back page, we got this. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, like, this is dope. Not only does it, you know, talk about your OG store and the OG number and stuff, but I wanted to get into this, the airbrushing. Specializing in airbrushing, because I remember, like, that was, I mean, you know, not to say that it's gone, but, like, you know, it's not the way that it was in the 90s where we would have, like, a pair of overalls or a jacket or whatever and have that. And, like, so I just wanted to know, like, is there like styles that you created or that that were like maybe too ahead of the time, or like things that you miss that that doesn't happen anymore? You're like, yo, I, I liked like that era, like, yeah, like 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 what, like, yeah, just going to like things in fashion that it's like not ready for the time, or like, oh, we used to do that, and like, yeah,
2: we there was so many things that we used to do that we don't really. Do anymore like airbrushing. Airbrushing was a uh, my artist at the time. Shout out Richie's, uh, Rich Suja, um, a really amazing artist. We met at Fairview Mall when I first had had the idea, the concept, and um, he was working behind me. Right, I was working in a retail store, and um, I I remember going up to him I'm about 18 years old and say, Hey, do you want to work for me? I, <laughs> I mean, like, who is this black guy asking lately? Like, 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 he's like, Don't like, like yeah. me. he's asking if I want to work for him. And, and he's looking at me like this guy must be on some crack or something. Like at the time. And I'm like, yeah. I said, yo, I want you to work for me. Right? I want you to come down and do what you're doing now at, at my store. And I remember um it was maybe two, three weeks before, like, you know, I got the store downtown and he calls me and he goes, yo, Gary, remember when you offered me that job? Well, I'm going to take it. I'm going to be this airbrush artist, but all I need to do is buy me this, this, like this air compressor, this airbrush. And I'm like, that's soft, man. You got that. Right. And, you know, he created the whole image of hundred miles. So when you come into hundred miles back then, it was a visual display of what we represented on our walls right whether it was the artists like signing their autograph pictures but it was a representation of how we saw ourselves artistically right so not only did you get like um an experience to come into our store but it was like an art museum right or or a, a place where this is where you feel like Hip hop home or or the cultural mecca in Toronto for the the music because at that time hip hop was like still like a very um, underground music it wasn't heard on mainstream radio like how you have uh, Flow ninety three point five now it was uh, something that you heard on CKL and on the community radio stations on the weekends and you know we were we were now we're saying to ourselves we're going to be Monday to Friday through our store hip hop. We're going to be promoting this stuff that the the city only hears on the weekends through our store every single day. Right? And so on Young Street, um you know, 19 I had a big uh, big, big bass bin, and I'm talking, I cranked that thing so everybody could hear Black music from, and I, people used to tell me that's how they found my story, was that, you know, blocks and blocks they could hear the music, or they could hear Biggie pounding <laughs> down down the street. So, you know, we we wanted to really, at that time, show people how much love we had for hip-hop, and, and uh, R&B, and um, soul music you know, reggae, right? And so, and soca, like every single genre you could think of in terms of uh, our culture, mm-hmm. we were promoting it, jazz, you know, we were, we were um, pushing that music at a very loud tempo so people could hear us and, and know that we had a voice and we, 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 we were uh, uh, a musical force as as well as a fashion force to reckon with, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Yo, that's that's so so deep, man. Like when I when I hear that, that's like the original like social media, you yeah. know what I mean? Like <laughs> you're putting out the speakers, literally like like the bat signal. I'm yeah. yeah. like you know, <laughs> yeah, but then also to like really speak to the fact that you know hip hop was still underground, it wasn't on mainstream um, radio. This is like when you had like you know like black radio, where it was literally called that, and yeah. you know, college radio. This is probably back in the day when when the only like um, you know, black station that we would get would be would be blk. You know, yes, what I'm saying yes, that's in Buffalo. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, exactly. exactly. So, yeah. So to hear what what you guys were doing, like it's so innovative and pioneering and and, and very intuitive actually, because right. like, like you just kind of knew it's like yo, like these people don't want to play our stuff, and then, then right. we'll, we'll do that. We we're only hear it on the weekend. We only hear it on Power Move Show. You come by the store, yeah. you hear it every day.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then what happened to us is that the radio. um, the uh, record companies started sending us like Mary J's album before it, it released. Snoop's wow. album, before it released. yeah. So we had a lot of all the artists' pre-releases. Like that was like normal for us, right? And then we always knew that with the pre-releases, like, okay, are they coming to the store? Like, so we had so, so many artists <laughs> come through the store, right? So
1: you guys were essentially like, you know, for people who are in the social media uh, like spaces now, like. Like, this is what this is like the, the early days of social media, what it looked like. Like, yep. you were the the media yeah. out, like the hub. We
2: were, we you were. Yeah,
1: <laughs> well,
2: even for the concerts, like, we were the the, the validation that that hip hop concert was happening. Because the, ah. the artists would be like, it was like, it's kind of like an automatic art. They're going to roll to 100 miles or two black guys. They're going to, like, we're, we're going to see artists that. And that's how we know that the concert's really actually happening. And then everybody starts buying their tickets there or lining up is because oh, I saw them down at 100 miles early in the day or some at, 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 at two black guys. And so that's kind of like what we were. We were like the the Facebook or the Instagram, oh, really, oh, that's
3: real. the, that's
2: what they call now the plug. Yeah, or yeah. the plug, right? You know that some of the artists would sign autographs and. Then HMV got into it because of us, right? HMV was a, a record store, right? Yep. Uh, and yeah, you know, like they did
3: autograph uh, sessions, yeah.
2: Yeah, and that was based off of us. You know what I mean? Stop. We were doing that, we, we were doing that like we were doing these things before wow. everybody. That's how we opened our store, was wow. doing autograph sessions. And so, you know, it, it, it just came synonymous with us that, you know, the artist is, you know, Sometimes would just automatically come to to our to our store, right? And you know, I, I remember like House of Pain. You know what I mean? Like Danny Boy and and Everlast and them coming through. What? Um, yeah, uh, Pete Rock, Seal, Smooth, j Ru, the Damager. Uh, that's how I'm good friends with Buckshot, um, Black and hey. Wesson. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember going to New York or Staten Island to, to meet up with Wu Tang and then Wu Tang that same week comes down in, to Toronto looking for me. What? So, yeah. So I'm on the phone with them. I'm like, yo, I'm over here trying to find you guys. They're like, yo, you're at your <laughs> store. And I'm like, how the hell did this happen? Uh, <laughs> and, 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 and so, you know, some really, really, uh, cool, cool moments. Um, some artists that people don't even know Chia Lee. Or like, yeah, you know, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, we know,
2: yeah, but yeah, keep going. Uh, Mike Geronimo, the Artifacts, uh, yes. Lords of the Underground, uh Keith Murray, Old Dirty Bastard, the whole Wu Tang. Many wow. times. Um You met ODB? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. that, was, that was my closest one.
1: You have any any stories about ODB? Oh, yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. ODB, Please, ODB. please, one ODB.
2: ODB story. Oh, yeah, if ODB was the realest one. Um Osai like he was so real. Uh I remember he's the only one. Like artists back then, I felt like all they wanted was our clothes. And so they didn't care about like who the hell I was at times. They just cared about like, yo, that's a dope shirt or that's a dope hoodie. I wanna rock it. And so I remember Dirty, the very first time I met him, he scared the shit out of me. Like, like, he had these, the, the gold fangs in his mouth, like, and he went, Rah! and I was like, because like, I thought he was going to bite my neck or something. I was like, yo, what the hell is wrong with this boy, right? And, and then he had alcohol in his hand, he had a bottle, and I was like, he's like, and he comes and gives me a big hug. So, and so I was like, yo, this guy's, you know, he's, he made me nervous, right? But he's like, yo, gee, it's love, like, and like, because he was very energetic, and then he was the only artist I remember that always would ask me, "Yo, gee, you okay? You maintaining? You good? You know what I'm saying? Anything mm-hmm. you need? You good?" Only him and like Biggie, really, and Montel Jordan, like those are the ones and Kidder Play. There's certain ones that always will 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 stick out to me that really showed care towards me and showed me love mm-hmm. and old dirty. Really, that's why to this day I rep them is because every time I built with them he put it on, he, he wore it right then and there. Right. And he, he was just so real with expressing, like, a uh, aside that the media wasn't showing of him that, that I got to see, mm. like, and he was a real dude, you know what I mean? That does real things as opposed to like people like trying to say he's crazy and like, you know, he, he, he's mad. And, and, and that's what I always remember is that dirty showed care for me. And, and always asked how I was doing as opposed to just like, yeah, just give me the clothes and you know, I'm on my way. Right. And so that's something that like, um, God rest his soul. And thank you for being a a real, real person to me and not just uh, an opportunist per se
3: Mm -hmm.
2: and, and, and just showing love to the brand. So, you know, I, I, I remember this time where, um, there was a, if I could ever find that picture, like pictures are, are, are a thousand words. There was a, where one of the, the guys in their group had up a hundred mile shirt, like in the air. And then there was a Wu-Tang symbol right next to it. And then there's dirty and all of them all like beside me. Right. And it, it, we just did a show like way back in the nineties in Toronto. And we, we had that intimate moment. They're all repping me and stuff like that. So, you know, it, it, it was just like, some really, really real moments that, like, you know, I got stories to, to, to mm-hmm. you know, yeah. hopefully write a, a documentary. <laughs> or, like, sh- you know I mean? Yo, you
1: have to, man. Like, this yeah. is...
2: It's so, so um, amazing, those times. Th- thank you for sharing. Yeah. You. Like, yeah, that, right. that
0: means everything. Like,
2: I... Yeah, Dirty was real. Like, I met him so many times and always, like, you know, he's drinking, but he's sober and and real at the same time yeah i, yeah. I, don't, know how to, I don't know how to explain it but like well, he, i get it yeah he, like, he's yeah. just a real 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 guy and, you know?
1: and he, he he does come across as like the type that would be that like you know he would be in the hoods like you know like yeah. chill with the man on the stoop, yeah. you know cracking a beer cracking jokes yes. whatever and yeah. like no no security just
2: you know that's dirty know, that was man. dirty that was dirty. <laughs> So I remember him coming straight to the store and just like showing me that love. But I remember I was scared when <laughs> I saw those big fangs. I was like, I was like, yo, I thought he was gonna bite me on my neck. Like those big Dracula f- and I, like the yeah. first time I saw that, like anybody wow. with those type of fronts. And then he and he and I think he knew that by the by by my my uh yeah. kind of drawback towards him. But
3: yeah. it was all love,
1: man. He right. was just was he was just excited love. to see you. Yeah, right. yeah. Yo, can you tell a story about, like, Lauryn Hill real quick? Like, what was that? Oh,
2: connection? yeah. Um, so, Fuji's. Um, yeah. When they came to Toronto, we we were now at our second store. Our second store was um, on John Street, which was right opposite to Much Music.
1: Oh, uh, same so word. Uh,
2: yes. was um, still the same uh, Masonic Temple building on uh, Queen Street. That was our second store right across the street. And I remember the Fujis walking down the street, and you could always tell like American people by the way that they're wearing tims, because people are not wearing tims back <laughs> then from Toronto, right? They're wearing Kodiaks or like they're not wearing um, Timberlands. So I knew like like who are these guys? So I remember like he said, "Yo, yo, come here, come here." When I look at it, it's, it's the Fugees. So I remember Lauren Hill, Praz and, and Clef, wow. they come into the show, uh, come into the store. And at the time I was really pushing like uh, a designer side of me, right? Like we were trying to break out of the t-shirts and the baseball jerseys and get in, getting into like more of khaki, khaki, uh, khaki suits. Mm. right and 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 pushing our like our fashion limits and then i remember giving them the clothing they were they performed with ben harper and uh the disposable heroes of hypocrisy and and i remember white Cliff coming out wearing our clothing they were performing in my clothing Wow. at the upper house and he came out doing Bob Marley's No Woman No Cry. No, we're just stringing it on the guitar. And it was like a very intimate moment. I was like, holy crow. Like, this is young, young Wyclef. And, you know, we're chilling with them. I remember um, when they're at the store, they were speaking in um, Haitian or French. Yeah, and, like they looked like they were they weren't getting along, right? And I'm like, I'm looking at them like, yo, what's what's really good right here? So Lauren is like, yo, Gary, take my number, call me anytime. And so after she gave me her number, like weekly, like I'd be like, hi, Lauren, you know who this is? She goes, yes, this is Gary from Toronto. <laughs> so every minute I'm like, yo, I just wanted you to know, you know, I'm here. Right, so uh, so let's see, in an hour, i would be calling her back. He said, Yo, you know what this is? Yeah, it's the same guy. Just come in an hour ago. So, I'm always calling Lauren Hill, like to the point where she was cool, right? But you tell, like, Yo, how much time are you gonna call me? You know what I mean? To say hi, like I was just like, I just want to say hi, (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) Because at the time, nobody knew she was gonna be Miss Lauren Hill, but at the time, she was the Fugees, and I loved like their whole of course and and the energy that they brought into the um, into the game and I remember the show like my artist Rich the airbrush artist we were drinking with Wyclef and, and smoking uh, backstage yeah. so I was backstage at Wyclef chilling and we're hanging out having a great time and like cracking jokes and yeah. Somebody, I remember it was Thrust from CKLN comes to me and goes, Yo, gee, your man is passed out <laughs> in, in, the, in, the, in the show. Like he's flatlined. he's on the ground. Like he's because he, he had a little too much. So I'm like, are you kidding me? I said, at this moment where I'm just chilling, <laughs> like, you know, and we're building right now. I remember like I'm walking out of the opera house with this guy, at like hovering over my shoulder, like carrying him, like to the car or whatever, and Wyclef's running. Gee, where you going? Where you going? We still got this bottle to finish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can't finish the bottle right now, yo. This guy is gone, <laughs> right? And so he's and and so these are some like the cool. And this is like young, young Wyclef before the dreads or or just the nappy heads like back then. Yeah, the yeah,
1: yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Right, and, and pros was always quiet. pros was the most quiet one out of the group. Right. And, and Lauren was just like a lot of energy. Right. And, you know, to see them, you know, s- the success that they've had and to be there in the beginning is it, it, just a blessing. You know what I'm saying? Like that? We, I can always remember, you know, meeting them and them coming straight to the store to going to the concert, being backstage. He introduced me to Amaretto right that's how i remember the time this drink like so amaretto was very good with a cigar okay one so if you ever have amaretto try it with a cigar it's like and that's what white Club had introduced me to at the time
1: (laughs) 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 word word man golden heiress like yeah, oh yeah. The, the um the, the story you're saying was um john and queen i'm trying to think was it in the same location where where where, where lounge was or is that like another was that, yeah
0: was it the store that lounge?
2: Lounge took over our old store
0: yeah i knew it
2: lounge 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 like again that, there's man. many brands that like i said were uh, had their eyes on like where we were what we were doing and that was you know one of the the kind of spinoffs, and he he took our old store. Yeah, you know, that was our old store. That's
1: deep because when I think about like that location in particular, like I mean, like I come from like the the, the selling CDs, you know, on the street era, and we used to like hang around <laughs> much music all day. Like yeah. that was, but to have a store there, like that's a very strategic like location, very wise, you know. Like yeah, yeah. that's very like intuitive. Like you guys again were so ahead yeah. of the game and just yeah. really like <laughs> futuristic with it. Like yeah, right. I, so
2: God is 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 a very um, powerful, 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 powerful uh, energy, and and, and love the, the creator. He's the one that, to me, like has manifested all of this. Like I'm just the, the human being that's been blessed with the, the the title, but the creator is 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 the ultimate energy that has manifested all of this, and so I can't take any credit for anything besides. Mm having the breath to breathe right and him giving me the inspiration and the knowledge to persevere you know what i mean through this through this lifetime so so i'm i'm very like i said humbled to to have had the stores and the locations that i've had and the people that i've met and so forth
1: and and to also follow the calling too you know what i mean because i'm pretty sure like so many people get opportunities and and, but just don't know how to connect the dots and whatnot. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's certain something like in you that you're able to see the 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 pathway. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then keep it going.
2: I I I think starting at such a young age. Um, I remember back then I felt like I was like sixty years old in in a in a twenty year old's body. Where like <sighs> that, like the the weight of like pressure and um competition and you know just trying to sustain a business as a as a a young black entrepreneur it it was very difficult because our culture can be very uh difficult and um sometimes critical Mm -hmm. of, of each other and sometimes if you um you know dwell into it too much or feed into it too much. It can, it can, you know, play with your, yeah. you know, your ego and, and so forth. And, you know, through, you know, sometimes not doing so well or, you know, setbacks, like losing my father, it humbled mm-hmm. me. You know what I'm saying? Losing Tupac and Big E, you know, and certain other artists that, you know, inspired me mm-hmm. or made me, um, very much motivated in the culture losing them through gun violence that we did upon ourselves. It, it, um, it, it took a, like it, it's like it gave, gave me a, a right hook. You know what I'm saying? Like it, 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 it does that to you. It plays on your, your, your motivation and your inspiration for the culture. Because I remember um, a few years ago when, you know, approaching let's say the social social media chapter of our career, I was saying to you know some of my 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 friends at the time when when we come back into the to the industry or into the, the, the major scene of people knowing about us again we don't want to be associated with hip hop. We don't want to be associated with um the music because I I didn't like the way that the culture was going with all these um like what a lot of these artists were um, promoting like in terms of gang culture or gun violence and, and um, them, like, you know, killing, kill you, kill, you know, um, bitch, there's like whole like trap. I didn't want to really associate our brand with any of that um, type of, uh, vibe, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because I felt that, the nineties was about, you know, fight the power. Um, mm-hmm. We will unite, you know what I mean? We'll stand in, you know, you know, and, and don't, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love the beasties too. Like, you know, the beastie boys and you know, yeah. that part of the culture too, but it was just about being a B-boy being like, you know, right. um, breaking and, 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 and so the culture was more rounded. Through mm-hmm. art, through fashion, through uh, the the music, uh, y- y- you know what I'm saying. Through the, the, our dance expressions, everything was, was 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 more real than just like. I, I saw everything turn to like this music video where it's half naked women and you know mm-hmm. uh, you know your 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 jewelry and and now it's about like throwing money in the sky and putting it to your ear and you know right right I, right man i don't i didn't i didn't want to be a part of that like i mm-hmm. I, I and somebody had to say to me yo you are hip hop <laughs> you know what i mean and, and you know god rest my, my my friend that he's passed on and he's like you are hip hop and and that's why when we came back I said all right we're going to represent the culture and and that's what we we try to do in every single aspect of it is where we come from we we want everybody always to remember we're that real part of it you know what I'm saying and now we've we've made it into a business right uh, and yes we've taken hip hop now and made it into more of a a business and we're we're more conscious of like you know our activities and and what we do to try to make sure that we're we're projecting a positive message into the, into the youth and into the culture. Yo, mm.
3: that, you
0: always have done that. And it's, it's like part of the brand that like you came from an era where you were a pioneer, you followed your vision, stuck to your vision, like maestro, and you, you have always represented something good for the community, Thank you. Food, food, clothing, and shelter are basics. And it's like, yo, you know, just proving that Toronto can do it the same way Toronto MCs were like, we got dope MCs and dancers and B-boys. was like, yo, yeah. Toronto got dope fashion designers as well. And yeah. you have proven that. Yeah. So I, I, I thank you for all like, having the integrity of having clothes that literally last. <laughs> your, your word is your bond and your quality is there and it's always been there. So yeah. my, my last question for... For the night is I, I, I want to be as optimistic and, and visionary like y'all were and just kind of dream to the future and say, if there was, you know, you know, Kanye or, you know, one of these billionaire companies was like, yo, y'all are the dopeness, and we're going to put a hundred million dollar check in your hand. hundred million dollars for a hundred miles. What was, what would be the next level that you take your clothing or your, or your, your creative expression to?
2: Well, that's a very good question. Um, I think the runways of Paris, um, like that's something we've always wanted to to, to touch, mm. right? Is 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 the runways, um, and we've also would we want to like always get back to the community, get back to the youth. Mm. Uh, so that that's something. where I'd love to try to end gun violence on our in our community. Mm -hmm. A lot more money, I think, can bring about more change because the government to be the governments all over the world doesn't want to see us stop doing that. So I think that we have to create that platform for the youth to see that, you know, that's not the right direction. So it wouldn't be about just trying to um, platform for, you know, self um, or for my ego it would always be to now try to each one teaches one and so try to teach the youth uh, or inspire the youth right to to try to you know not necessarily have to go through the struggles that we've gone through but to be inspired that they don't have to stand up selling drugs or shooting each other or be gang affiliated in order to to to, to gain respect for themselves or or respect in their community they could work hard, and they could they could um, accomplish th- their their dreams and their goals without, you know, have to be killing their brothers or and their sisters. And so, I'd rather want to know that I could put my my money and my time into helping my community to get better, and and to have our own capital and our own um, generational wealth that we can, you know, continue to grow as a people and and. Demonish all the negativity and all this bad stuff that's happening right now in our communities. Hmm, man. Until that day, yo. That's <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah that's a dream, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's yo for
3: real. Well, uh,
1: no, like th- this is a beautiful way to to close this uh this reasoning session because you know like everything you're saying reminds me of like the foundations of hip hop that like, what got me into it in the '90s, mm-hmm. which was like this. This idea of like of like hope, you know what I mean? That that we yeah. can get to like a, a better place and really believe in that exactly. and be innovative and being creative as opposed to just being like, yo, like, yeah, you know, now now like the, the hope has, has changed. It's it's something else. But there like the hope of the nineties was more communal, you know? And and it was, you know, the idea of like, yo, I gotta I gotta get moms out of the hood, I gotta like get my yeah. pupils out, and and there is like this like social commentary like that was connected to our yeah. goals, you yeah. know. Yeah. True. as opposed True. to like well you know I just want to make my
2: money and just
1: don't <laughs> on y'all yeah. you know <laughs> yeah, yeah
2: like for us um you know some of my highlights uh of my career like we're celebrating 30 years this year um Ooh. and you know as you know kicking off black history month in our in our celebration it's also my birthday month so the end of the month is 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 my birthday and um Happy birthday. Happy Thank you. And, birthday month. and you know, I'm I'm blessed to be born in, in in the Black Heritage Month, Black History Month. And with that, like when I look back at uh some of the um artists that I've been blessed to be around, like Leaders of the New School, Buster Rhymes, um Karis One, right? Like to 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 be in like uh, a closed part of the concert hall with Keris One and I'm standing there looking at Kiris One and Kiris One's like smiling with me and vibing and I'm like I, I'm like I can't believe like Keris <laughs> one's right in front of me. You know what I'm saying? Or that my 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 good friend is Buckshot now or Most Deaf and yeah. you know Fairmanch like and Redman like like I know these guys. I I know EPMD. Those are my homies. Like I saw Parish and Eric, right? Um and all that that they've done for me you know it, it, it's just so humbling coming from toronto never not knowing that what we created would become such a worldwide accepted uh brand now you know what i'm saying like i feel we're still have not gotten our our true flowers from toronto mm-hmm. or from canada that mm-hmm. I, I feel that our brand deserves because we're, we're always being compared to something else. Like, oh, do you know about uh, this brand or do you know about this brand? And I'm like, do they know about us? <laughs> right? Because we're the ones from the 90s. Like, they just came along. Like, so stop trying to compare us. Like, that's one thing I'd, I'd love to tell everybody. Stop trying to compare. Start. You guys did that in the 90s. And then the other day was OVO. Like, stop it. Like, you know, you saw Drake wear us, right? Like, there's, there's not, none, none of this rivalry. Like, it's, it's everybody's just trying to do their thing and, and 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 coexist in this world. So, you know, um, I just wanted people to know, like, you know, let, let us just be us and 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 recognize us for our what we've done. You know what I'm saying? And and a lot of the things that I feel that we've done. We have not got our full credit for, like you know, we we always hear brands say, "Oh, we do this," and then we're like, "Hmm, I wonder where you got that from," or, <laughs> yeah. or we see something and they think that they're original with it, and we're like, "Yeah, sure," you know what I mean? Like if you look back at our tapes, you'll you'll see that we we've we've done that, you know. Yeah. What I'm saying? And so, all I'm saying is that we just want people to recognize, and this is why twenty twenty two, I call it the, my theme is recognize. Okay, for, for the whole year, like each year we have a theme and this year my theme is we're going to make everybody recognize who we are and um, yeah. not through talking, it's just through our fashion and through our movement and through our, our actions, we're going to make people recognize that, you know, we're, we're a, a huge, huge force to reckon with when it comes to um, yeah, really. the, the culture. You know what I'm saying? And and in the vision. You know what I'm saying? Yo,
1: like that that's like the 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 realist right there, man. And you know, just it's big up to you, man. We we that's why we have the reminisce show, man, to give, you know, the people them their flowers, you know what I'm saying? Like, like now in real time, like while 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 we can, you know, because as we know, like I'm I'm sure we've all dealt with loss in, in life. That's just part of the human experience. And we're just here for a short period of time. You know, we're just passing through. So like while we're here. It's important to be present and to give that acknowledgement. You know, Yeah,
2: especially now um, I just lost another friend uh, a couple of weeks ago, one of my business advisors. Uh, 46 years old, Mike. Um, love you, man. Um, rest in peace. I know uh, his family going through a little bit. I've lost a lot of people uh, through COVID. Um, COVID-related, non-COVID-related. So I just want to tell everybody, keep your head up, um, keep everything in prayers. I think mm-hmm. everything is answered through prayers and um, God's God energy, right? So as long as we, we dwell on positive, uh, God's going to always manifest, even if it, it, it costs our life. I know that there's a God and he, he's, he's, he's a beautiful God and He and he represents us. And so, you know, we just got to keep the faith, you know what I'm saying? And so... Rest in peace to everybody that we're losing in, in, in these um, these times from, like, you know, these amazing legends like Sidney Poitier to, um, you know, my, my, my late friends, you know, just, you know, I'm here just to rep- keep representing. That's all I can really say on the matter. No,
1: nah, man. No, we appreciate that man more than ever. You know, got it, the beautiful vibes. Um, I just want to leave one more comment, which um I, I kind of saw my mind to mention before. But as we're talking about, you know, the the John Street Queen Street, um, you know, store, and then that was like taken over by Lounge. Um, I remember I, I was at North by Northeast, and um, and Oliver from from OVO was doing this talk and whatnot, and they were talking about like the OVO brand and whatnot. A lot of people don't know that he um started at lounge, you know, that's where he, he started. And then from there, that's when he got his foot in the door for like clothing and fashion and whatnot. So yeah. when when you see the OVO brand and whatnot, it's like there there is some some sequence
2: to it. You
0: know I mean? <laughs> yeah. literally, literally the seeds that you planted people are yeah. taking up
2: and yes, exactly like, exactly like, like I remember building with 40 before uh Drake's big launch and you know 40 like you're a Toronto legend, you're a legend. And I'm like, legend? I don't even know. I don't know what this guy's talking about. You know what I'm saying? right? And when people a lot of times come to me like that or you're a pioneer and I'm like, Man, you make me feel like like a part of the village people or something, like you know what I'm saying? Like, what the, like, you know, I don't want to don't date me like that. Like I ain't a dinosaur, you know what I'm saying? Right, so. well,
1: yo, but you're yeah. looking young and fresh, man. You don't even like you know what I'm saying? I'm five, like
2: I'm five zero. <laughs> but,
1: hey man, but but honestly, but like for us to like be able to, to be around greatness in these foundations, I mean, even stolen from Africa, like like all these ideas yeah, like come from, the, from foundations, man. Yeah, yeah like, like the sequence is, is very real and and yo, like own that, take it. You know what I mean? That when you say recognize, it's like, yeah, yeah. like all these brands, you know, what I mean, and half of them probably don't even re- even realize, you know, what I mean, the, the connections. But if you really yeah. do do the knowledge and you look at it, there is a sequence, you know? Yeah. And and all of us are doing our things because we saw that it could be done. You know, that's something that's yeah. very important to our community. Exactly. Like representation matters, you know, yeah. like you guys didn't have any representation, you were the representation, so you, you were just going off of just whatever you know what i'm saying like yeah, I mean, so we can be like yo the man them did it okay like yo we got we got some some foundations to stand on you know what i mean yeah, so definitely yeah. own that you know what i mean so when we say pioneer you're like i i don't want to call you elder but <laughs> 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 yeah. but pioneer like oh you know, OG, og og, I saw OG. OG yeah, triple yeah. og quadruple yeah. og, yeah, OG. Yeah, that's yeah. street. So that's just, like, but, out of respect, you know what
2: I mean? So. I, I thank you, guys. I, I, I really want to thank the Reminisce Show for having me. Mm. Thank all the listeners for, you know, hearing me ramble on about, like, the, Man. you know, the, the, the history of my brand and, and and the city that, you know, I really, really love. And that's Toronto where I'm from. But same time, I want to shout out the world now. Like, in the last mm-hmm. um, few years, just to have this global platform or a global presence you know and people you know in my dms or in my emails telling me like what my brand means to them and you know they or they they were buying my clothes from when they were 12 years old and now they're you know married with three kids and you know or you know i have three generations in a a family wearing my brand like from (laughs) the, the the grandmother to the mother to the to the daughter wearing my my clothing and you
3: you know you
2: you know i'm i'm speechless tell you the honest to god truth and um more always wanting uh to give all the energy and props to the people around me and people like yourself knowledge people like you mind bender and everybody that's touched 100 miles like as much as it's People say my brand; it's your brand too. It it, it belongs to the Yo. culture, it belongs to the people, right? And that's how I've always seen it. You know, it doesn't belong to me alone. It belongs to the to to the community that we represent, and anybody that wants to be a part of it.
1: Bro, I, I'm so I'm getting goosebumps just the way because that's how I feel about like the SFA brand. You know what I mean? Like exactly. where people like wear and and I made a comment like I made a post earlier today because like when people put on like the SFA sweater or whatever like the, the excitement, the joy, like it's like they're like part of something, you know what I mean? And that's exactly how I felt when I first put this on, you know what I mean? And then it really clicked to me. I'm like, yo, this is what people are talking about. Like, cause I, I feel like it's mine. Like I really do, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel empowered, yo. I feel like I'm, I'm part of something that I can rep, you know what, exactly. what I mean? Something that I can honor, you know what I mean? Like it's, um, it, it's, it's, like you said, it's about the community. You know, I know putting this on is representing that I'm part of a community.
2: Yes, and and all all I want everybody to know is that as brands, like let's let's not compete with one another. Let's come, let's let's compete with the, the the higher powers to be, and let's let's compete with you know um, our health and our faith. You know, keep keeping keep our, keeping ourselves very um, healthy and keeping our our faith. And so, with any negativity that 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 increases you. You know what I mean? And decreases your energy and your momentum. So don't don't look to somebody else to, to, to give you that energy. Find that energy from within yourself. You know what I'm saying? And that's what 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 100 Miles has always tried to do. Is we've always tried to find our fashion sense within us. We're not going to be looking at, like, Gucci and trying to be like Gucci. We're not going to be looking at Louis trying to be like Louis or Yeezy. Anybody. We don't do that. We just try to be us. And I think that's why I think we've been able to – Exists for thirty years is because you know we just always just want to be us <laughs> like we just, we're just doing our thing like you know and and, and and you know we we just want to keep doing that you know. And there's and, there's
0: nothing more hip hop, yo, keeping it real, staying true to yourself. Like yeah. you you have been the example from the pioneer days and like, like yo man, for another another thirty years, another hundred years. Blessings to your success, Black-owned yeah. Toronto pure hip hop for yeah. the people, yeah. wisdom, truth, art, style. Like you're doing it perfect, brother. And just please, much continued success to your brand and your dreams. Thank yeah, you. Man. thank you. We thank appreciate
2: you for coming through, man. Thank you guys for having me.
0: Anytime anytime. And, you know, thank, you your, thank you for your stories. The last thing I'm gonna say is you have so much gold in you and like <laughs> I you more of your stories need to come out
2: like really anytime. Good. Anytime, okay. anytime. Okay. Like, this okay. is, like I said, there, there's so much more <laughs> we didn't, even, we didn't even talk about today.
0: Yeah, okay, I want a part two to this, yo. because, yeah, okay. later, later this tuned. year.
2: Stay tuned. Um, hopefully, we could do a documentary. Like, that's something that uh, a, a friend of mine told me that I, I should be working on. It's my documentary. I'm gonna right. follow up
1: with you on that, man, because I, nice, like, yo, I want to tap into that, man. I got, yeah. I got ideas too. Okay. Reminical, like, there's a lot of different stories, and, and it's time now, man. You're talking 30 years, like, yo, I mean, yo, let's go, man. This is <laughs> yeah, community, man. Let's let's do it,
2: yo. Yes, let's do it. But again, You're thank you, guys. Enjoy your evenings. Yes All right, and uh, happy Black History Month to everybody. Thank you. Right. Man. Every day is Black History. Absolutely. You're yeah. from You're from and
0: Peace, have a right. day.
1: Peace and love, Gary. Peace, Thank brother. Yeah. Have a good one. You
0: too, you too man. Peace. Peace. Yo, man. Yo, yo, so and all our guests in the in the comments, yo, NATO, Colleen, Alex, yo, righteous as usual. Big up, big up. Thank you for rolling with us, Solo Key. I yo. hope you said that right.
1: Shout like, yo, shout out, shout out, chill, man. That's what, that's, that's my dude right there, man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Brand man been pushing the brand, putting on for the people. You know what I mean? Like same, same way. We all, we're all cut from the same cloth, man. Like really built on community, amplifying voices and letting them know, man, that we're all here, man, chill, man. Canadian hip hop is legit. And yo, man, this is, this is just pure, pure vibes right now, man. I'm what a, what a beautiful way to, to set off, you know, this month, man, with some classic history, some stories right from the brother, Gary, man, 100 miles, man. It's just been like incredible. Oh, you came back. What? Oh, I see. I see him back in the green one. I don't know if he went. Well, hold on. Let me, let me plug him back in, yo. all Yeah. Well, you came back.
2: Yeah. Sorry, I thought I, I, I cut you guys off. So my. Oh problem. no,
1: no, it's all good. No, 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 no. Like that, that's cool, man. We're just wrapping up or whatever, yo.
2: Okay, so should I be gone? No, yeah. yeah. No, it's cool. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> okay, okay.
1: All right. Peace, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I just saw him come polite. back. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah mad polite. Yo, that's,
0: that's, that's love, man. Oh, so much, like, stories. Oh, thank you, thank you for that, yo. Like, thank you much do do that, for lining that up and like, thank you, Gary. Like, man, like, oh, I like, I'm at the point where I literally collect ODB stories like nuggets of gold. Anybody who's crossed this path, I'm like, yo, I need to, hear that. like, I'm sitting here. I got nothing else to do, yo. Ta- tell me every detail that your brain can piece back together. I'm good for an hour. Get get like mad detailed well, about it. And what he well, shared
1: is golden. Bro, like like I said, man, with the reminiscial, this was the intentions, man, of, of capturing like these stories that have been like forgotten. And and not just that, it's it's a few things. It's to to give the flowers to those who came before us. But then I've noticed that like when we hold these spaces for for these people, you know, what I mean, that, that we bring into our space, you know, what I mean it's it's so healing. I can tell that there was like a lot that he never really even got to express before, you know. What I mean, yeah. and we were able to like hold that space and do that. So when we're talking about documentaries, man, like all of our archive, man, trust me, there's a bigger plan with all of this. You know what I mean? Some people get get the opportunity to hear these stories live, but yo, we're gonna be repackaging all this and got some some ideas, man. And yo, this is just the the start. Of it, and I love how everybody who's come on the show is willing to come back again because we're gonna need that, man. Because we're, go- we're you know, gonna be we talking documentary, yeah. this is the foundations, man. So, y'all, y'all getting in real time, yeah. And we got the ogs with us, Oh man, you can't stop us, man. Yeah. Let's go, uh, 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 man. Yeah, reminisce show yo every Tuesday, <laughs> man, carrying the traditions of Sankofa because sometimes you got to go back and collect what you may have forgotten, you know what I'm saying. And take it to All the right. future, and let's go, man. Hey, right. March is, is Black Future Month, man. So we we going we going keep it moving, keep it forward.
3: Yes. Until yeah. that no
1: man, we are out, man. Peace, everyone. Join us, man. Every Tuesday, man. Reminisce, show, logic, mind bender, SFA, stolen from Africa.